Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Hey everyone, we're back. It's the Digging Deeper podcast. And of course, we are stoked that you are here with us and join these conversations. Yeah, just remember you can always share this with somebody. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a good conversation starting because we're talking about reconciliation right now. And mm-hmm. man, has there been some awesome conversations around that? Yep, yep. Well, it's good to be with you all. I'm Brian Wilmarth, Senior Pastor at New Life. It's good to be with you. Yeah, and I am Cody Gesser. I'm the worship pastor here at New Life in Morton, Illinois. And yeah, we're excited to be having these conversations. And we're in a sermon series right now called Reconciled. Um, And Brian, me and you were kind of talking briefly today just about the preparation process for this. This kind of message has been a Mm -hmm. little bit different. Mm -hmm. What would you say has been one of the more challenging pieces with that? Yeah, so we just finished the second week, and I felt it a lot for this sermon. Um, This is a really important series, I think. Um, It's important to me because I value our church being able to do this well, but I, I trust and I sense that for our people, this is hitting, you know, some really meaningful places for them. And so I'm seeing the importance of it and I'm seeing all the things that we could talk about, but we can't cause we don't have time or there's so many different ways. So I, I sense the, the significance and the largeness of this series and how do we really focus in on only what we can or should cover right now. And I, I feel that tension. How do I how do I navigate carefully? This is what we're going to talk about. This is our focus, and leave some of the other things aside. Um, that has been the biggest challenge. Um, just knowing what do we try to cover and what do we not, and then probably on top of that, um, I'm I'm not an expert in all this, and so so many things that we're talking you about. You fooled us. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> it's it's so like I feel, man. This this is important. I want to get it right, and and I want our people to to you know, receive well mm-hmm. what we're talking about. And, you know, I'm, I don't know how some of this should go and there's things that I'm still trying to figure out. So I feel that tension too. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this moment, I was just kind of thinking about people as they're listening to this and the pressure of reconciliation is really challenging as well. And yeah, it's never too late, I think is a good piece to throw in there because I've had conversations with people and you know like I haven't talked to my brother since this one thing that happened with Mm -hmm. my mom and him at you know age 20 and now Mm -hmm. I'm 40 like and our relationship's never been the same and like what can we offer to that person who's like is this too far gone Mm -hmm. yeah that's a great question I think um I do I think there's a truth to it to say it's never too late Um, It might have looked different if you'd done it right away versus now. There's some measure of change. But in in safe and appropriate relationships, it's never too late Mm -hmm. to offer some measure of reconciliation. And I I encourage all of us, including myself, that where there's maybe something that's been lingering for a really long time, Mm -hmm. and it might feel really weird or it might even feel like it might re-wound a little bit, do that carefully but maybe like consider what it would look like to, to bring that up. And and you might bring it up simply or, or, you know, maybe not try to work through every little aspect of it, but pursue where there is some still wounding that might exist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's probably scabbed over. If you mm-hmm. use the image of a wound, it's probably scabbed over some and you don't want to pick the scab off unnecessarily, but can there be even a little bit more healing that might come 
yeah, I think there's something to that. Yeah. And so we, we have the tendency not to go after it. I encourage us to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think as Jesus followers, like with sin, we understand the idea of like, we can't hang on to this thing. We need to lay mm-hmm. it at the cross. And like, mm-hmm. it's the same with reconciliation. Like we can't continue to hang on to that. This weekend we're talking about like some of, what was the passage talking about? Revenge. Like we give that mm-hmm. to the Lord mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yes. Cause that's his. Yep. yep. Um, that's exactly and right. I feel like in these moments we need to release that mm-hmm. to him. Yep. And maybe the, the, the reconciliation that we might experience, it may not be in the full sense, but it might just be coming to it with the Lord. And maybe you don't have a conversation with the person because yep. that's not appropriate mm-hmm. or, yeah. or it, it wouldn't go well or something like that. And so maybe it's enough to work out what you can with with Jesus and, and spend some time fleshing out where your wound is or where the hurt is and, and trying to own where you can with him. Mm-hmm. And I think there's value in that too. So it maybe it isn't actually going to talk to a person but maybe it's working on it with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any, I guess to get back on the script, sorry. Thanks no, for yeah, hanging no, with me there. Good. Yeah, that's great. Um, actually, that's a great segue because the next question is you talked about how one of the, our biggest issues is we don't pursue reconciliation, mm-hmm. and that can be really challenging. So mm-hmm. actually the question is, yeah. you, so you feel we can pursue reconciliation without actually engaging with a person like physically yes. or, yes. you know. yep. I think I think um, the the heart posture. Do are we are we in a place where we want to pursue it? Are we desiring? Are we going after it in whatever way is appropriate or or healthy or wise? And sometimes that means you know we don't talk to a person. Um, we we did hit on some things like abuse and some of these serious and significant kinds of situations. And again, by all means, I don't know that I have all that figured out, but I'm aware enough to say. Um, there are times when no, we shouldn't go talk to somebody. It takes wisdom mm-hmm. to to know that. And if you're not sure, you know, get help, get people to speak into your life who are trusted and wise, especially professional level um, in those kinds of situations. Um, so there are times when it's like, yeah, we we can't actually go talk to somebody. It's not a good idea to, um, or maybe we do, but it's under these circumstances or these these parameters. Um, and we're only going to talk about these kinds of things. We aren't going to seek full reconciliation. Mm-hmm. So there are times when it's not wise. I think more often than not, we're not in those kinds of situations. We're in situations where we don't want to, mm-hmm. where we enjoy either being in that place where we have that power or we leverage it to manipulate or we gossip or these kinds of things. We avoid it because it'll be hard or it might make things more difficult or challenging. Um, And some of those things, yeah, like you bring it up, it might make it worse, quote unquote. Um, But I think we are afraid sometimes or we don't want to go after it because it's it's scarier, it's harder, it, it pushes us out of our comfort zone. And we just don't like those kinds of things. So we just sit in it. Um, and so, yeah, I think there are times when we don't pursue it. Well, the culture tells us not to. Yeah, and our culture, know? yes, absolutely. Block, blocking out the haters. Right, Don't yes. get mad, get even. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, yes. like not the correct way to be pursuing it. And yeah, and that's a message we're hearing. Right. We're being fed Constantly. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so the tendency is for us to not reconcile the way Jesus wants us to. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's the message, or that's the, the framework that we often operate from. And that's not what he wants for us. And I, and I use that word for us intentionally. Like, the way we talked about forgiveness 
sometimes that can be like a prison. Like we just live in the bitterness, the resentment of someone hurting us. And it does something to our hearts and to our lives. And that's not, that's not what Jesus wants for us. He wants us to be free of that, to be released of that and to live in the healthy that can be. Um, and that's the way his kingdom is, is and going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to relate well to one another. We're going to live in this incredible harmony of relationships. Like that's where it's all going. And he wants us to be people who look forward to that, who live for that now. And that's part of it that I think is the calling, the pull for us to not live in our, our, uh, you know, our gossip and our, our, our fear, our, our stubbornness, whatever the, the thing is that's preventing us from moving forward. Yeah. Cause the goal is restoration and the goal is to yes. restore. Yes. And that was, um, one of the key insights that you had talked about this mm-hmm. past weekend. Um, so I say, Brian, okay, the goal <laughs> is to restore. Yeah. What does that look like on this side of heaven? Mm, yes. <laughs> and at yep. your previous job, you were a care pastor before right. New Life. And mm-hmm. um, I was just thinking, I wonder if you have some good examples of maybe, mm. it, you know, it's not specific examples, but maybe it's kind of this kind of person, this kind of posture. And mm, you've seen yep. it go from something yeah. that was barely manageable to thriving mm-hmm. or yeah there actually are a couple of examples that i had thought of um as you asked that question um you know and I'll, I'll blur details i won't share too much here but there was one one couple marriage kind of situation and um uh, this this was an example where it was fairly one-sided not i i've only seen a few times in my life where it's like 100 percent one person's fault um this was close to that and um one of the of the spouses just made some poor decisions and and kind of got into a place of just not being wise, healthy, and 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 ended up making you know kind of trajectory changing decisions for their marriage, and um, so there was a major rupture, and it was one of those things like you look on the face of it, it's like there's no way this is coming back, mm. um, but that person eventually realized, and it was kind of like a dramatic like come to your senses sort of thing um, that I think the Lord stepped in in an incredible way um, for this particular person. And there was uh, a a full reconciliation. And one of the things that, so like I look back and I, I look at it and say the, the, the change was pretty dramatic in the moment. And there was a like coming to remorse and regret and expressing sorrow and apology and really like, okay, I'm sorry, and what do I need to do? That was the the thing that I felt like my responsibility as the pastor in the situation was to say like, okay, you've got to demonstrate your your change. You've got to demonstrate the mm. trust. You've got to prove to your spouse, prove to me too, that this is true. And, and so like we did, we had to go through a process and go through time to allow that to be the case. And I'm grateful to say that I think, I think it is. I think to this day, years later, like it was true. Um, so that was one example where I look and see, wow, yeah, there there can be full reconciliation. And sometimes it is a work of the Lord. But maybe a second example, a little bit more every day, there was another couple, um, and it was one of those things that they they just were having more personality and style kinds of things. And I think that's probably something we all experience. Like, we're just like, this is the way I like to do things. Well, I like to do it this way. And you just kind of get into that mm-hmm. little disagreement. Um, what I noticed in their ability is like, they, they didn't get to the place where they were able to 
what I want to say, not change each other because you don't want to change other people, but they were, they acknowledged where the other was coming from and understood each other better through conversation that I think they could get to the place where maybe we aren't going to change our styles. I think they attempted to make some adjustments to accommodate, but it was more just coming to that understanding of like, okay, you're not trying to irritate me. You're not trying to get at me by the way you do this thing. Um, it was way more of, I get it better now. And there was a compassion that rose from that. And I think they were able to navigate it in a more healthy way. Again, I don't think it fixed it or made it all better or that they never had another argument like this, but it was just an acknowledgement. So I, I say all that to say they're the pursuit towards each other. Like, and that's the language we've been trying to use, pursue reconciliation, mm -hmm. the pursuit towards each other and really trying to be for each other and assuming that about the other person, I think just really makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, and I think that should be our posture when we come into reconciling conversations. Can we adopt a, I assume the best about the other person mm -hmm. and I, I want to get there with them and expressing that to one another man, just really gets you close to a solution. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love what you said, demonstrate change. Mm -hmm. um, that's awesome. A lot of times we can over-spiritualize things maybe. Yeah. And just say, yeah. hey, you know what? While God does work in some ways, a lot of times we have to work through our consequences and layers that we brought into the situation while God has like redeemed that situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes walking away it is a lot of work, yes. you know, and once yeah. that kind of initial, mm -hmm. you know, excitement wears off, mm -hmm. you know, there is a lot of, I need to demonstrate this thing. Cause I truly do believe that like, mm -hmm. this is the person I'm supposed to be. Yep. Um, and that's encouraging for me to hear because mm -hmm. I think sometimes we think like, Oh, well, I should just want to do that. And everything's yeah. forever. I'm just always mm -hmm. going to be. And that's, that's not the reality. Me and Kayla in surprise, like every other people, you know, we've had, marital issues mm -hmm. before and we've been through marital counseling a couple times mm -hmm. um luckily it was short-lived you know it's sure. just a yeah. quick redirection but one of the things that i love that the guy said is you know the we're going to talk about james 119 but you know like yeah. being quick yeah. to listen but he was just saying like i hear you say like that's the kind of yes. things we should be saying back to them so that we're yep. not making assumptions you know yes we're believing we're giving the benefit of the doubt yep and then also he was encouraged us to like have this concept of like constantly trying to understand them better. Yes. And continue that's like huge. I want to understand what you're what you're fully saying. Mm -hmm. Like that is a really way of disarming situations yeah. as well too. Yeah. And the while this is very difficult, it can also be very simple mm -hmm. and we yeah. overcomplicate yeah. it at yeah. times. And I think that comes from one of the things we're gonna talk about this coming Sunday is the kind of the heart posture, the character that and we're going to answer the question, who? Mm -hmm. um, and I think so often we approach conflict and reconciliation or lack thereof from a self-centered place where it's about me, the, my wound, what I'm getting out of, why I'm right or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and there, if there's wrong done, yeah, we've got to account for that. And if someone has hurt us, like it's good to be honest and share. But so often it's about a self-interested kind of thing. Like, what do I get out of it? How right. do you pay up yeah. for? And what I love, <laughs> what I love about what you just said is that's the diff it's the other side of that. It's the other posture. It's other centered. And we're gonna get yeah. to that this week. And 
I want to understand you first before I'm seeking to be understood. That is yeah. a huge yeah. change that I think so often when we talk over one another, it's all about, well, here's what you did to me or like, it's about me. Yeah. When I think if we begin to think about the other person, it becomes about we. And therefore, I think you can walk into reconciliation in a better place. So making that move from me to we, I think is huge. And listening and seeking to understand first, those are huge steps practically that we can actually take to get there. Yeah, let's talk more practical. Yeah, that sounds yeah. great. I mean, mm-hmm. I was sharing about counseling. That can be, mm-hmm. you know, we talked as we were doing the Matthew 18, yeah. you know, bringing in another party sometimes when we just can't work through this stuff. Yep. And sometimes um, that is a counselor. Like, hear me mm-hmm. say that yeah. it, it is really wise for us to seek professional help in some of these situations. Um, like, I've, I've got a counselor that I'll, I'll see on occasion just personally and um, processing life and all that stuff. I think there's such value in, in, getting professional help when needed. So that is one practical step. It may be have a counselor that you can go to mm-hmm. to work these things out. So, but yeah, keep keep going with your question there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so for me, it's been really helpful at times to write out a letter. Um, mm-hmm. I had a buddy who passed away and I can't seek reconciliation, you know, mm-hmm. in the way that I would love yeah, for it to right. happen. You know, right. there was just some issues that were seemingly somewhat toxic at the time and I, I didn't mm. know how to address them but then he ended up passing away mm. and it was oh, about last year I was sharing with someone else and they had told me like why don't you write him a, a letter mm-hmm. you know and that was really really helpful for yeah. me in a lot of ways just to understand because you can't get the response Correct. you know but I felt like the Holy Spirit worked through that in those moments so mm. like that's a practical thing that we could do maybe you're not yeah. even giving that person the letter or whatever right. you know yeah. a lot of times it's just mm-hmm. for you to get that on the page and be able to see the yep. things that are in your head yes um, and I, I think there's such value in that um, whether it's writing a letter as if you were gonna send it maybe you don't send it I think that's good journaling is a similar kind of thing if just all right what am I mm-hmm. thinking what am I feeling what bothers me what hurts like getting that out just names reality. It allows us to see it more um, real. Uh, what do I want to say? Like more in reality or more concretely, you know, just words on a page. It just allows us to put language to what's actually happening on the inside. And sometimes we're surprised what comes out. Like, okay, they hurt me this way, but then, oh, wait, I didn't know it was associated with this thing or, you know, maybe a past hurt or something like that. So, Letter writing, journaling, those are two similar but really helpful exercises um, that I think can be really helpful. I think having other people in our lives to be helpful voices, like a counselor, that could be a, a form of that. You know, Matthew 18 talks about bringing two or three others. I think as a process, like in the conversation, that can be really helpful. But as a principle, bringing others to help you alongside, I think is what Matthew 18 is building on. So having a wise counsel can be so helpful. So even maybe you've got a conflict and you're like, I don't know how to do this. Maybe you go talk to somebody that you trust in confidentiality and say, hey, how do I talk this out? How do mm-hmm. I bring this up with this person? Mm-hmm. And they provide you just some insight and some coaching. Like there's such value in that. And yeah. then you go to the person one-on-one having had this you know, background conversation with somebody. Um, the goal is not to gossip. Like I think yeah. we want to avoid talking about people. But going to a mentor or you know some wise counsel to seek help for you navigating this well, that's a different kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend involving the right people, trusted, uh, wise people, and that may be a counselor, um, 
to come in and, and offer some input, offer some wisdom, some coaching where it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, that could be a mediating party if necessary, if it gets to that place where we need someone to help us yeah. kind of work through the conflict, that can be helpful. The other thing I find helpful for me too is, um, is solitude with the Lord about it. I think yeah. sometimes... Um, you bring, bring God into this? Yeah, is right, what, you're right? what do you know? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would have thought it? Yeah, yeah right. I, I was think, just thinking that, yeah. Like yeah. just when you're working out of that posture, how much mm-hmm. all this stuff seemingly becomes much easier. Mm-hmm. I, I can find myself if there is a, a challenge um, or a conflict or something, like I'll think about it and that's good, but then I'll start to stew on it mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll play out some scenarios, but it's all me. Mm-hmm. And that, that simple shift of like, all right, God, I'm bringing you into this. Now it's just, it's a different kind of thing. And he helps us to process what's going on there. So like a prayerful approach, but an intentional time of solitude, maybe you're journaling alongside that too. But like bringing it to the Lord, it can be super, super helpful. Um, and, And doing that all the way through the process, like continually coming back to him. Yes, please do that because I think there's such wisdom in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, patience is a virtue. Amen. <laughs> for yeah. sure, in, fruit in of the these, spirit. Yeah. For sure. Um, I wanted to offer one small thing along yeah. the gossip. Gossip is like fascinating to me. Mm. Um, I felt convicted probably a couple of years ago, and that was just like something I really dove into. Um, but one thing I remember a pastor saying that was a great filter for me was whenever you're in these kinds of conversations and you're talking this out, is like have this thought of like, is this helpful or hurtful? Yep. And that yep. has really changed. Just that simple thing mm-hmm. has really changed everything. Now we can skew the lines yeah, of that, right? right? right. But yeah. at the same time, if we're really just sitting in that and really reflecting on what we're talking about is this helpful to that person or is Mm -hmm. this actually hurtful to them like am i actually trying to talk about working towards reconciliation with that person Mm -hmm. or am i just gossiping about what they did and you know how that wasn't fair to me yeah and that can be that can be a very fine line Mm -hmm. sometimes we we, we're not sure if we're gonna but i love that question is this is is this helpful or or harmful and uh, or another maybe way to say it is am i building this person up the person we're talking about or the other party Mm -hmm. am i building them up or tearing them down in this other person's mind you know that's been a helpful lens for me um and, and again, there is a little bit of a difference between seeking wise counsel, someone who's going to help you mm-hmm. navigate this versus talking about the situation yeah. of the person. And that's the gossip realm. Like if our goal is to make ourselves feel better or prove ourselves or vindicate ourselves right, um, then it's probably gossip. Yeah. But if we're looking to navigate the situation as well as we can and we want the best for us and for that other person Mm -hmm. that's a different posture um and so sometimes it's hard to know but i think if we did a gut check a heart check uh is this helpful or harmful that's going to be a great indicator what started happening for me which at first it was i had to ask myself that question because Mm -hmm. when you get when your normal becomes that and mm-hmm. the people around you do that and we're yep. not doing it in a way of that person's better. It's like, yeah. you know, I've just been thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. like we have such a crazy way of like yep. explaining situations. Yeah. But yep. what started happening is I felt the Holy Spirit convicting me. Yeah. Like mm, walking away from a conversation yep. because I've been pushing it through that filter yep. for long enough that suddenly it was just a trigger for me of like, yeah. and it was a bummer trigger yeah. too, yeah. you know, because we we love some of this stuff like we thrive mm-hmm. off that unfortunately yeah. and because that's our culture that's media mm-hmm. that's everything else and that's yep. what 
that's juicy. Yeah, like, drama and energy. And, yeah. Give me the juicy deets. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's hard to get away from that. But the more that we can, I would love like our church to be a community that has a good way of dismissing that in our conversations mm-hmm. with each other in our community. And then as we like push out into the neighborhood, like, as we hear people speaking that we can speak to them like, Hey, you know, actually, I don't think that they're, maybe they aren't thinking that, you know, we can start Mm -hmm. to kind of dismiss and let them know that like gossip isn't going to be home to Mm -hmm. this relationship. And yep. Yeah. And if we're on the receiving end, if we're in a conversation and somebody else is talking and we're like, Hmm, are we starting to get there? I think we want, if if we're beginning to ask the question like, okay, we need to check this. And I think we can ask the question, is this helpful or harmful? Um, the person we're talking about or, or, you know, like reflect it back that way. And I think we may even need the the courage sometimes to say, hey, you know, why are you sharing this with me? And and check motives. Um, and even asking that question does kind of bring it to the surface of like, mm. and maybe the, they'll say it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to figure out, okay, well, let's make sure we're talking about it in that way mm-hmm. and staying focused on you and how you can contribute. You know, I think those are some great indicators or redirects. And sometimes you just need to let, completely cut it off. It's like, Hey, let's, let's talk about something else. And you know, that, that needs to be the case. I think gossip is one of those things that is so easy to do mm-hmm. and it can be so disastrous or dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kills relationships. Oh, yeah. It does. So I think we do have to be on guard against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's sorry. That was a little side <laughs> jaunt there, no, but sure. I think, I mean, it's really important to reconciliation because if the whispers are getting loud and mm-hmm. you know, you're starting to believe a different narrative because you've got so far away from the truth, yep. it can make it really difficult to find reconciliation. So Yep, for sure. So what are we up to this week? Yep. What so are we're we getting to week three. Um, we're halfway through at this point and uh, we're gonna talk about the who or the character side. Like what's the kind of heart posture that we wanna have as we're exploring and pursuing reconciliation. So we're really gonna talk about ourselves, regardless of where we are, whether we're the offender or offended party, um, what kind of posture do we want to take? What kind of heart do we want to bring to the table? And how do we know what that looks like? Or, or, you know, what is it that Jesus offers us or shows us? So we're really going to look at his character, who he is, and look at two major key elements that are really helpful to bring into reconciliation. So yeah, excited to dive into this one. It's going to be really helpful. Yeah, it's going to be great. And this has been a, a great uh, podcast for this mm-hmm. sermon series. Um, mm-hmm. I would encourage anyone who has questions, whether you want to call it into the office or if sure. you want to uh, email us at contact at newlifeonline.org, mm-hmm. um, if you have any questions or maybe you're going through something, you know, maybe that's something we can process mm-hmm. you know, uh, through here. So we would appreciate that. But we love you guys and just mm-hmm. pray that you have a blessed week, and we will catch you next time. Thanks.